What's up? Welcome to section six. Uh, we're going to be talking about firstly, how to view life like a game. There's just one module to this section. So how to view life like a game and why it's important. Now that you've understood how the world was created, why it was created, how you incarnated, how to understand your experience of life, what happens when you die and the consequences of living a sinful life, you need to understand what to do with that knowledge in terms of how to fulfill your two purposes on this planet. But to be able to understood, understand your purposes here, you first need to understand how to look at life like a game and why it's important. So why life is more fun when you play it like a game? Like imagine if you could view life like a game similar to Monopoly or the video games you love to play growing up as a kid. Wouldn't that make all the trials, tribulations and tests you've been through until now um, and will experience in the future much more fun? As opposed to say, we've been trained in the, in the way that we've been trained to live by our parents, teachers, politicians, that our life is serious, unfun, and needs to work a boring job to eke out a mediocre middle-class existence. Only to die in the end, having accomplished nothing of significance, your name never to be spoken of again, and your non-existent soul, returning to the non-existence it inhabited prior to the random accident of your birth. Because that's what we're taught in school, mediocrity and materialism. Follow orders, don't stand out, don't take risks, get a safe job, a plain looking wife, struggle to eke out a subsistence level lifestyle, work in a job you hate, pay your taxes and die. And when you die, that's it, because you have no soul. At school we learn scientific materialism, the study of the natural world with no mention of an afterlife. But it's implied that believing in anything you can't see touch is delusional, that spirituality is for stupid people. But what if it didn't have to be that way? What if you could play life as if it was a fun game, just like you played sports or video games growing up? Wouldn't that be a much better way to get through life? And wouldn't give you the confidence needed to take the risks required to win. But also, you understood that there was an afterlife. So there were massive and severe consequences for losing the game of life, much like Game of Thrones, the TV show, or Squid Game. So long as you follow the rules of the game laid out by the creator of the game, you not only be able to succeed while you're in this world, but you'd succeed in getting to the next level, which is the heavenly realm. The consequences, similar to a Game of Thrones or a Squid Game, is the hell realm. Surely you can agree that this frame is a much better way of navigating the world as opposed to the godless materialistic philosophy you learn in school. A philosophy where the universe was created by randomness there's no point to life. Meaning is what you make it. Adult life is about boring responsibilities and duties. Where you suffer significantly more than you enjoy, your religious instincts are channeled into secular humanism and social justice, you would get a subsistence level living, die with dementia in a retirement home, make no impact whatsoever, and your name is never spoken of again. Maybe you had some kids, but it's all pointless because everyone and everything you cared about will soon die and the sun burns out and nothing on this planet exists ever again. Instead, when you view life as a game, you get to life, make life fun again, giving you the opportunity to live a second childhood, except this time with money and freedom, which means much less suffering when you're here and even better when you follow God's commandments, you return to him and heavenly and enjoy uh, heaven and immortal bliss and all your sufferings and acts of good deeds are worth it and have meaning because those actions, those actions allowed you to win entry into the gates of heaven to live with your creator for eternity.
But it doesn't mean there aren't severe consequences for playing incorrectly, as I said before, both in terms of the suffering you'd have to endure in this world for making the wrong moves, as well as the suffering you'd have to endure in the next world for living an evil life. So it's important you don't take the game frame lightly. So you need to know how to use the game frame as a map. The game frame is a map, specifically a mental map, and that map is not the territory. Territory is experience. That mental map is useful to you because it can, one, increase the quality of your experience, two, remind you that the world is temporary, transient, and not our true home. We are a soul playing a game, our true homes with God in heaven. Think of yourself as the main character in a massive multiplayer online video game, as if your soul is plugged into a massive MMO game, 3D, fully immersive, but instead of a virtual avatar and a, and a VR headset, you have a complete physical avatar to inhabit your body. We all interact with each other and share experiences within this world, but we're all living in our own worlds, interacting with each other's worlds. You didn't create the game or the levels of the character, but you are player one, the invisible wheel behind the video character. This is your soul. And you can control your character within the boundaries of the game set up by our creator in the same way you can only control your character in a video game within the boundaries set up by the game developer. It's not that the soul doesn't exist, it's that it can't be measured by a microscope because it's immortal and not physical. It is your light body, and you can only see it after your physical body passes away and the cord is cut. Um, some religions describe it as a silver cord between the physical body and the soul. Then you're able to see um, your immortal soul, as well as be able to ascend to the immortal heavenly realms, or God forbid, the hell realms, um, if you're descending, based on how well you pleased our father in playing this game. Your character in the game is your body, as well as your vehicle to experience and immerse yourself in the game. In the same way as an MMO, you can upgrade your character and attributes, earn money, upgrade your weapons, earn tokens, unlock powerful magic, you can do that in the MMO video game. Upgrading your character in the game of life works exactly the same way. When you apply yourself, you can upgrade your health, fitness, style, money, mindset, car, house, girlfriend, and all the other things that make playing the game more fun. In the video game, you can't control everything that happens to your character, but you can choose how he responds, whether he shoots, whether he ducks, whether he jumps, whether, whether he runs. Same thing in life. You don't control everything that happens to you, but you can control whether you get angry or motivated, whether you get depressed or whether you take action, whether you focus on what you're ungrateful for or focus on what you're grateful for. And just like in a video game, you know it's a game, but you still like to win and don't like to lose. And you like new levels and new challenges, at least until you get tired. When you get tired of playing the video game, you turn the game off. In life, it's the same when you get tired of playing, literally tired, you turn the game off and go to sleep. And if you keep pushing in the video game, you beat the game, you get to the end of the story, which is a life well lived, an entrance into the heavenly realm. So just remember, just because you accept the game frame does not mean there are no consequences. I use the game frame as a metaphor, as a mental map. That does not mean there are no consequences. Even when you understand you are an immortal soul, 
you are still temporarily incarnated in, into a body that's going to feel sickness, pain, prison, heartbreak, all manner of things that hurt and should be avoided at all costs. And most importantly, if you play incorrectly, hell awaits you. And, you know, when you watch the near-death experience videos that I recommend in this course, you'll see how serious that, that situation is. So what I'm saying is treat life like a game, but also think about it as a game with serious, severe consequences. Okay, so take it perhaps more lightly than you were raised to take it in terms of boring responsibilities, mediocre existence. You are playing for a fun game for a second childhood, but you are also taking the consequences very seriously because there's consequences while you're here and there's consequences after this body passes away. All right.